Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is to remind you that God is in your hard place. Have you ever felt stuck between a rock and a hard place in your life? and didn't know what to do? In these moments, Christ, the rock of our salvation, is there in the midst of it all. This powerful word of encouragement is for the individual going through some personal challenges, dealing with uncertainties, facing difficulties, and being confronted by obstacles. Through this message, the Lord is confirming his promises and assuring you that all the blessings, favor, and breakthroughs he has promised to release will manifest. He is infiltrating and ministering to you in your hard place. Welcome to this, your Friday, October 20th, 2023 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, your bestie from Buffalo, your sister from another mister, your faith activator, bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever. Bestie, I'm so excited. I couldn't even really sleep last night. We got through a whole week of brand new podcast every single day. The Lord has given me strength, revelation, and the ability to press my way into the studio to minister his word. Can we get a round of applause for that? Come on, Jesus. (laughs) Do your good work. I feel so good in my spirit. Suddenly, God has me firing on all cylinders. I know you've been praying for me. I feel it. I feel it. I think I told you um, a few days ago, the Lord led me to open my calendar back up for 2024, which will be the first time in four years that I will be with guest hosts for in-person ministry engagements. Any able saints, I remember a time when that old devil was telling me that my brain trauma I sustained in 2019 would hold me back forever and I would never be able to preach the gospel, empower others, and function effectively in ministry. But the devil was just lying because that's all he knows how to do. Jesus said it best in John 8 and 44 that Satan is full of nothing but lies. Lying is his native tongue. He is a master of deception and the father of lies. But Jesus, who is the living word, is the truth. And what he says stands. Yesterday, bestie, you remember I felt like singing, a little old congregational song. Well, shout out to LaShonda, Maya, and Salida for hitting your girl up on YouTube and confirming that you know the song I was singing. This is the day that the Lord has made. (laughs) See, y'all are all right with me. Bestie, can you believe how fast this year is going by? Think about next month is Thanksgiving. I'm having trouble wrapping my head around the fact that in less than three months, it will be a new year. As you know, around the holidays, our nonprofit team gets amped. We get so turned up and excited because we really ramp up our giving and we so enjoy being a blessing to those in need. 
So I want to personally thank you for sowing seeds into the ministry. Some of you are giving one-time donations. Others are giving recurring donations. We appreciate every single gift. No gift is too big or small, and they are all tax deductible. So keep on sowing $5, $10, $15, $25, $100, $1,000, whatever you can give. Together, we are going to be a big blessing feeding the hungry this holiday season. I get happy and just giddy about that. Giving season for me is the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) Deanna Hobbs, now you know, it's too early for Christmas music. Let me stop. But I believe you are blessed when you give. Amen. When you give to others, the Lord gives it right back to you. As Luke 6 and 38 says, press down, shaken together and running over. Blessings will be poured into your lap. Now, speaking of blessings falling into your lap, a dear member of our faith community, Wilma from New Orleans, Louisiana, wrote into the ministry and said this, I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer two years ago. I was getting my treatment and a woman I regularly see during my treatment because she's being treated too, came to hug me goodbye. When she bent over, her phone disconnected from her earpieces, and I heard a woman's voice saying, God is going to heal you because he still works miracles. It was you, Deanna. Before that moment, I wasn't familiar with your ministry. I wasn't even saved at the time, but I knew I wanted a miracle. So I asked my chemo buddy about you, and she sent me your podcast. It changed my life. Not only did God heal my cancer, he healed my sin-sick soul, and I am saved by his amazing grace. That day, I thought the phone fell by accident, but I know it was a divinely orchestrated moment of destiny. (laughs) Oh my, oh my, glory to God. Bless your name, Jesus. I cannot tell you how many times I hear about the Lord setting up these moments to get his word out. Mm, My soul rejoices. Wilma, for your natural and spiritual healing, I could run around this studio right now and dance, dance, dance. My, my, my. Y'all know that that chant that goes, oh, oh, oh. I feel like mm, 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 picking them up and putting them down. My God, thank you for sharing that testimony. I need me a good old storefront church sweat your hair out old-fashioned praise break right here powerful and inspiring testimonies like this Remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow in their faith. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org donate. Thank you for your generosity. Bless the name of Jesus. My soul is on fire now. Can you tell? 
I feel like having a little church. My, my, my. But we got to get into the word of the Lord. This audio devotion that you're about to hear is a companion to the written devotion of the day available right now at your dailycupofinspiration.com. Whichever format is best for you, our team has conveniently made that available. Of course, you can also hear this broadcast, an absolutely free resource on select radio stations and wherever podcasts are heard. You can download it, listen again, however the Lord leads you. All right. Now, before we get into today's inspiration, let's pray really quick. God, our Father, our Redeemer, our Savior, our Healer, our Waymaker, thank you for sending your precious servant here to press play on this podcast. I know you have a mighty word for them that will break shackles, lift burdens, and remind them that you are there and working on their behalf. So I ask you to have your way and word my mouth that I may speak a word in season to those who need it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So bestie, You know what happened yesterday? I was just minding my business in the studio when out of the blue, God was like, hey, pause everything and call your mom. So that's what I did. We started off with some small talk and then bam, it turned into this amazing divine encounter. Mom asked me to pray for her, which is a fairly routine request. Of course, I was happy to intercede on her behalf, but what I didn't expect was for the Holy Spirit to show up so powerfully during our chat session turned prayer call. My God, he released a powerful prophetic word through me for my mother that turned out to be just what she needed. By the end of it, we were both ugly crying, rejoicing, speaking in tongues, and feeling overwhelmed with gratitude that God had crashed our ordinary convo and turned it into an extraordinary visitation with him. That's just like God, isn't it? Oh, and get this, my mom was in her closet when all of this went down. Her closet is not just where she stashes her clothes, but it's also her go-to spot for having one-on-one time with God. When I called her, she said she had gone into her prayer closet and knew she needed to answer the phone. I thought it was fascinating to see God's sovereignty in that she was already in the place God wanted her to be for an encounter with him in her prayer closet. I love how her storage space doubles as a prayer closet and a sanctuary where she spends time with Jesus. By the time we hung up, I was still wiping away tears before collecting myself and getting back to the work at hand. I had to take a few more moments to give praise to God for showing up during a phone call while my mom was just chilling in her closet. He definitely proved yesterday that he can meet us wherever we are. No need for fancy schmancy churches or anything. And then to put an exclamation point on the point that he was proving later that day, I'm driving around when suddenly, boom, Yet another visitation from the Lord. Before I knew it, there I was in my car having a full-on prayer party with Jesus. Now, if you're signed up for my ministry newsletter, you already know from the message I shared yesterday, if you read it, that the Lord and I had a good old time in the car. 
Friend, God is with us and will invade the mundane places in our lives. He'll speak to us whenever, wherever. I just love the Lord and how he always reminds us that he's everywhere. Don't you love that? So when I got up early this morning, there was a scripture on my heart, one I know God put there, from Genesis 28 and 10 through 22. This biblical passage is a reminder of God's omnipresence and his ability to turn any natural occurrence into a supernatural encounter. Here we find Jacob, bestie, the son of Isaac, on a journey to his uncle Laban's house to escape the wrath of his brother Esau and to find a wife among his mother's relatives. As he embarked on this journey, Jacob wasn't doing the best. He was all alone and weighed down by the consequences of his own actions. He had deceptively stolen his twin brother Esau's birthright and blessing. You can read all about it in Genesis 27 and had deeply damaged the relationship as a result. Esau hated Jacob and wanted to kill him. So against this chaotic backdrop of family drama, loneliness, and uncertainty about the future, Jacob experienced an unexpected divine encounter like no other. But the place where this supernatural visitation took place didn't seem like the ideal location. It was a nondescript location outside under the open sky. Scripture says Jacob arrived at this certain place to rest for the night and used a stone as his pillow. Sounds pretty uncomfortable if you ask me. Who would have thought God would show up in a makeshift bed outside in the elements on a rock pillow? Well, as Jacob slept, God showed him this magnificent vision, a ladder stretching from earth to heaven with angels ascending and descending upon it and the Lord standing at the top. Many scholars call that ladder the stairway to heaven. It represented the connection between God and humanity, symbolizing God's desire and ability to communicate directly with his people. During this remarkable vision, God spoke to Jacob and reaffirmed the promises he had made to Jacob's grandfather Abraham and his father Isaac. God assured Jacob that He would inherit the land on which he rested and his descendants would be as numerous as the dust of the earth. The Lord also promised that all the families of the earth would be blessed through him and his offspring. Furthermore, God assured Jacob, whose name would eventually be changed to Israel, of the Lord's constant presence, protection, and guidance throughout his journey. At the time, Jacob also vowed that he would honor God by giving back a portion of all that he acquired as an offering of thanks for God keeping his promises to protect and provide for him on his journey. Now, upon awakening from his divine encounter, Jacob, much like I was yesterday when God visited me twice, was filled with gratitude and awe. He recognized the significance and specialness of this holy revelation and set up a memorial stone as an altar of worship. Right there, Jacob poured oil over the rock that he had been using for a pillow and named the rock Bethel, which in Hebrew means house of God. Later on, we find that God confirms the validity of Jacob's encounter and renaming of the rock when in Genesis 31 and 13, 
God appears to Jacob and says, I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and where you made a vow to me. I love how Jacob, though he neither planned nor expected that encounter with the Lord, recognized it when it happened. If you go back to Genesis 28 and 16, when he first wakes up from his sleep, Jacob says one of my favorite lines in all of scripture, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. (laughs) It's so interesting to me that Jacob had an immediate awareness of God's presence after awakening, but before he went to sleep, he had no clue that the Lord was even there in this uncomfortable space. The place where he was sleeping on a rock was a hard place. It was a place of discomfort, a place of isolation, a place of the unknown. But God knew where Jacob was and showed up to deliver a powerful prophetic promise to him. Somebody receiving this word today is about to have an unexpected visitation from God too. He is invading the places where your unresolved issues, struggles, and problems exist just so he can demonstrate his power on your behalf. He wants to assure you that he sees where you are. He knows what you're going through. He also knows where you're going to and what good plans he has in store. His presence is showing up in your hard place to affirm you and confirm for you that good things are on the way. Bestie, when you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, This is where God visits you. It is your Bethel, the house of God. The place where you have cried is the house of God. The place where it's dark and lonely is the house of God. The place where you are plagued by sickness is the house of God. The place where you are grieving a loss is the house of God. The place where you feel the most unsure about the future is the house of God. Surely the Lord is in this place. And he wants you to know it. He's saying now, know that I am with you. I'm in your place of suffering, your place of lack, your place of disappointment, your place of heartbreak, your place of mental anguish, the place you least expect me to be. That's where I am. Aren't you glad his power invades the spaces where your pain resides? Oh, how he loves taking up residence in your most painful, vulnerable, lonely, undesirable places. When you get low, he shows up and reaffirms his promises to you just as he did with Jacob. And that today is my divine mission to reaffirm his promises to you in your hard place. Though you don't understand everything God is doing, he will keep his covenant to you. He promises to bless you, favor you, heal you, deliver you, fight for you, protect you, guide you, restore you, increase you, elevate you, prosper you, renew and replenish you, comfort you, speak to you, reveal himself to you. Oh my God, again in your hard place, That's where he is. Friend, God is ministering to you right now and declaring, I am Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. I am El Bethel, the God who turns your hard place into the house of God. I am El Elyon, the most high God. I am Aya Asher Aya, the eternal, all-sufficient God. When God said to Moses, I am who I am in Exodus 3 and 14, He called himself Ayah Asher Ayah to remind Moses 
that despite his feelings of insufficiency, God is the all-sufficient one. Whatever you need, he is. Wherever you need him to be, he is. In fact, he is the one speaking to you today and telling you that you are never alone. Don't ever let the enemy convince you that you are. Whatever place you find yourself in, Jehovah Shammah, God is there. The same God who promised to bless Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and his seed promises to bless you and me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So the next time you find yourself stuck between a rock and a hard place, declare the powerful words found in Psalm 18 and 2 in the contemporary English version, which is the sweetener I'm stirring into your cup of inspiration, which says, you are my mighty rock, my fortress, my protector, the rock where I am safe, my shield, my powerful weapon, and my place of shelter. As you drink down the contents of your cup, Know that Christ, the rock of your salvation, is there. His love, faithfulness, and commitment to his promises never waver. He remains consistent despite the ebbs and flows and shifting seasons of your life. You can confidently place your trust in him, even when your journey seems uncertain and hard. No matter what, stand on the promises of God, the one who is causing all things to work together for your good, according to Romans 8 and 28. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you that you are Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there through whatever hardship, uncertainty, test, and trial they are facing. Just as you were with Jacob in his hard place, I know that you are with them. I praise you for reaffirming your promises to them and being a refuge and a very present help in their time of trouble, according to Psalm 46 and 1. Whenever they feel lost, O God, confused and troubled during their valley seasons, help them to cling to your promises, knowing that you are the God who is always faithful and true to your word, and you never fail to fulfill your covenant. In Jesus' name, amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com.